0: Hey friends, welcome to a very special episode of the Making Room on the Pew podcast, a podcast for the church misfits and outcasts. Happy Holy Week! This next week from Palm Sunday to Resurrection Sunday is the most important week of the year in the life of a Christ follower. So as a way to encourage both myself and you to prioritize space, silence, and solitude, During this next week leading up to Easter, I'll be releasing a short episode each day. Rather than our typical format of me sitting down to chat with an author, pastor, or creative, I'll be doing these episodes solo. I may add in a few thoughts or prayers here and there throughout the week, but I am really wanting to focus mostly on the scriptures as we begin this walk toward the cross and eventual resurrection and new life. I'll be reading from the Gospels as well as a bit from the Hebrew Bible, but the trajectory is really pretty simple. We'll be following Jesus throughout the last week of his life. If you are new to the Bible, church, or the story of Jesus, or if you have been hurt by Christianity in the past, I want you to know that this is for you too. It's my hope and prayer that I have removed any shame, guilt, or fear from this story, and that I am telling the absolute truth of the grace, love, and redemption Jesus preached. I've been thinking recently about why I still go to church, why I still read the Bible, why I still have hope, and this is why this story I will never get over the story of Jesus. And to paraphrase my favorite author, Rachel Held Evans, this story of Jesus is still the one thing I am willing to be wrong about. Let's follow Jesus where he's leading. On this day, over 2,000 years ago, Jesus continued to preach his shocking message of grace love, and redemption, painting a picture of an upside-down kingdom where the first is last and the greatest the least. May we always remember Jesus telling us when he was asked which was the greatest commandment of all, that we are to love the Lord our God with all our hearts and with all our soul and with all our mind and with all our strength for this is the first and greatest commandment. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you, to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children, after them, may fear the Lord your God as long as you live, by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, O Israel, and be careful to obey, so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your fathers, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Deuteronomy 6, 1-6 through The greatest commandment, as according to the Gospel of Matthew. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on those two commandments. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at the right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, so you must obey them and do everything they tell you. But do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy loads and put them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for men to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long, and they love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted in the marketplaces and to have men call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have only one master, and you are brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father, for you have one father, and he is in heaven. Nor are you to be called teacher. You have one teacher, the Christ. The greatest among you will be your servant. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted woe to you teachers of the law and the pharisees you hypocrites you shut the kingdom of heaven in men's faces you yourselves do not enter nor will you let those enter who are trying to woe to you teachers of the law and pharisees you hypocrites "'You travel over land and sea to win a single convert, "'and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much "'as a son of hell as you are. "'Woe to you, blind guides! "'You say, if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. "'But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, "'he is bound by his oath. "'You blind fools! "'Which is greater the golds or the temple that makes the gold sacred. You also say if anyone swears by the altar, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift on it, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? Therefore, he who swears by the altar swears by it and and everything on it. And he who swears by the temple swears by it, and by the one who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by God's throne, and by the one who sits on it. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee. First clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our forefathers, we would not have taken a part with them in the shedding of the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of the sin of your forefathers. You snakes, you brood of vipers. How will you escape being condemned to hell? Therefore, I am sending you prophets and wise men and teachers. Some of them you will kill and crucify. Others you will flog in your synagogues and pursue from town to town. And so upon you will come all the righteous blood that has been shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berkiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. I tell you the truth. All this will come upon this generation. Matthew chapter 22, 34 through 46, and Matthew chapter 23. The Greatest Commandment as According to the Gospel of Mark One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And from then on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. While Jesus was teaching in the temple courts, he asked, How is it that the teachers of the law say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself, speaking by the Holy Spirit, declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? The large crowd listened to him with delight. As he taught, Jesus said, watch out for the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and be greeted in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and, for a show, make lengthy prayers. Such men will be punished most severely. Mark 12, 28 through 40 Whose Son is the Christ, as according to the Gospel, of Luke. Then Jesus said to them, How is it that they say the Christ is the son of David? David himself declares in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hands until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? While all the people were listening, Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and love to be greeted in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers such men will be punished most severely. Luke 20, 41-47 Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this most important week of the year in the life of yourself and your family. Happy Holy Week, friends. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus.